heck? I was on mute there. <laughs> Hi there. This is the Scarlet Letter with me, Angie. And just give me a thumbs up there if you can hear me. Because I don't know if my audio is very good right now. I am having some audio difficulties um, getting the right setup here. Um, if I don't get any response, I'm going to assume that it is fucked and no one can hear me. Pardon my language, but I swear that's just the way it is. I'm a pretty open person and I don't get easily offended, so I really hope you don't either. This show is called Harlot. Strong word, maybe. My grandma uses it, so I don't know. It's an old word. But I'm doing this show um, for our sex workers. You know, I'm from Canada, and I know the laws here and what they are, but they differ from country to country. I have a lot of information about this, but I don't think you can hear me. Nobody's giving me a thumbs up, so I don't know what's going on. I'm going to close off the show here in a minute because I don't think I'm being heard. So, yeah, I'm going to end the room, I think. Uh, it says there are two people here. Um, hello? Is there anybody here? Okay, well. So this show is about women's issues. Um, the Scarlet Letter. I called it the Scarlet Letter because a lot of times girls are head, held to a little bit of a higher accountability. For la is that the word I'm looking for? Like girls get slut shamed, guys that sleep around get pat on the back and told they're they're badasses and fucking GQ and like playas. You know, women get called whores. Sluts. Easy. It's kind of a double entendre. Like, it doesn't really make sense, and I don't think it's very fair. Because, hopefully, sex feels good for both parties involved. Now, that's why I called it the Scarlet Letter, because it's about women's issues, and I thought it was clever. Anyway, this show is for our sex workers. I'm calling it Harlot. Mm, it's the oldest... Sure, I'm lighting my smoke. It's the oldest profession in the book. Prostitution. Sex work. You know, massage parlors where you give them a good old handy. Happy ending. Things like that. I love our sex workers, right? Hi there. Welcome. Could you give me a thumbs up? Could you give me a thumbs up? Can you hear me? Because I'm having a little bit of trouble with my with my uh, audio. And if you can't hear me, I'm going to close off the room and reset it up. Dane? Can you hear me, honey? Give me a thumbs up. Anything? Talk? Call in? Ah, thank you. You're awesome. Thank you so much. So this show is um, called Harlot, and it is about the legalities of prostitution. I personally live in Canada. I have looked up some of the legalities for both Canada and U.S., however, because a lot of people that I love are in the US too. And I have all that information in, inside on the computer and I am outside having a cigarette. So I kind of didn't prepare the whole, whole best here. <laughs> so if you don't mind just chilling with me while I have the smoke, we can start the discussion. 
just giving our own ideas of what our stance is on the subject of sex work, the oldest profession in the book. I personally think it should be completely okay for people to do with as they will with their own bodies. And I am also a supporter of euthanasia. So pretty much, I, if it doesn't hurt anybody else, I think people should be able to do what they will with their bodies. If you love them and they're doing things that you don't like, and may, perhaps you can convince them to change their ways. But really, the only thing we have in life is our own bodies. We didn't ask to be born either. We got put here by our horny ass parents. And, uh, you know, the only thing we have. Okay. Thank you. I hope. Thank you for joining me. I hope people will come back. Jeez Louises. I'm just having a cigarette anyway. You know? I had to do the show. I had it planned twice. Join me. I'm just uh, putting this up places. I'm hoping to gain an audience. You guys can just chill, chill, chill. If you have something to say, feel free to call in. I'm going to start my monologue in a bit. There's like nobody here, so why would I do it now, right? Right, my friends? Now, just because this is a show about women's issues does not mean our gentlemen friends are not invited and more than welcome to you know, join us. I hope you all be back. Thank you very much, but grade five. <clears throat> I really love doing these shows and I really love hearing everybody's opinions and their, their personal whatevers and their views on everything. And I really do, do, do love to get to know each and every one of you and how you tick. I'm a very open person. I'm very open-minded. I don't think I know it all. Um, I can get pretty passionate if I do think I'm right, but I uh, definitely always leave myself open to the possibility that I don't know shit and somebody knows more than me. So you're more than welcome to I to change my mind on about anything. I, uh, I really don't like to be... Uh, how are you? Oh, you left. Well, that was the quickest visit ever in the land. Hmm. Whatevs. Anyway, I'm going to finish my smoke and then hopefully some people will join us so I can start the monologue. Mm-hmm. Yippers. They should have, like, some kind of bell that goes when people come into the room. You know, because what's the point of me sitting here talking to my good old self? Hi, Vlad, you're back. That was an off and on and an off and an on again. It's a pleasure to see you here. Um, my new show is called The Scarlet Letter. It is regarding women's issues. Hi, Charlie. Thank you for joining me. And the first show on... The Scarlet Letter is Harlot. It is going to be a show discussing sex work, its legalities in certain countries, and um, 
we can talk about our own personal views on this, but I have a little bit of information I collected that I would like to share. Um, my own personal views are that a person's body is their own to do with as they will. It's the only thing that no matter how much money we have, no matter what, belongs to us. And I don't know, I kind of, you know, think people, as long as they're not hurting anybody else, should be able to do with as they please their own bodies, whether or not my own moral values agree with theirs. Hi there, Carla, how are you? Thank you so much for joining. Um, so I'm done my cigarette. <laughs> Sorry, dirty habit, I know, but I have to do it. I'm four years clean from hard drugs, so I still like to have my cigarettes. That is for sure. Uh, okay, now let me let me uh, tell you, uh, if you'd like at any time to join the discussion, you're more than welcome to get up on that mic, and I will accept you right away, and we will have a talk. That's it. I'm, uh, I, I do, oh, hi there. Sure, come on in, Vlad. Come on in. Ah, it's not working. There we go. Hello, hey, how, how are you, are you doing? doing? I'm, I'm doing, doing good. good. I haven't been on in a while. Oh, well, yeah. Everything's yeah, better yeah. in Canada? Did, uh, they, did, they finally, did they finally overthrow Trudeau? <laughs> I know. Unfortunately, Castro is still here. Baby Castro is still there, toiling yeah, away, trying to take your gun rights, which I don't think you guys originally yeah. had gun rights, like here in America, right? Taking well, away gun rights like, every time. Yeah. You guys I, I fucked wonder. it up for us. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? Mexico just had a nasty, the cartel who went at it up there in Tijuana, which is four hours away mm -hmm. here on the border. Mm -hmm. And I think they temporarily closed the border and they were telling Americans not to come in. But the problem is that could happen anytime. Tijuana is not the first time. It's happened so much. So I wonder if Trudeau is going to take that situation and just say, we're going to make special laws so people do that. Right? They seem to do <laughs> whatever you guys do wrong, we get punished for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, a, it's an on, injustice. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, regarding the topic uh, on prostitution, what, what is really your take on it? Should it be legalized or not? Um, now, my personal take, I'm going to read just uh, something first about how the laws in both the Canada and the United States, so everybody's clear on what those laws are. Um, the current law in Canada is, uh, okay, it is illegal to purchase or advertise sexual services. It is also illegal to live on the material benefits from sex work. The law officially enacted criminal penalties for purchasing sexual services and communicating in any place for the purpose of sexual services. Um, it's the first time in Canadian history that the exchange of sexual services for money was made illegal. The Canadian Department of Justice claims that the new legal framework reflects a 
significant paradigm shift away from the treatment of pro prostitution as nuisance is found by the Supreme Court of Canada toward treatment of prostitution as a form of sexual exploitation. Many sex workers' rights organizations, however, argue that the new law entrenches and maintains harm against sex workers. Since sex workers are still committing a crime, albeit there is immunity from arrest for material benefits and advertising. So although they made, they, they have uh, decriminalized prostitution, they have criminalized any way of advertising or discussing, wow. discussing it. So wow. it really didn't do anything decriminalizing it because uh, you can still get charged with yeah. advertising and everything. And um, is a, the, the police also use that against people sometimes. Um, when I was in this scene and uh, being bad, and doing drugs and selling drugs and such things. Uh, the lot, police tried to get me to... Sorry, the police tried to get... Off, but... No, that's me. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, well, the police, they tried to get me to tell some information that I had, and I said no, so they charged me with uh, running a escort agency without a license and oh. uh, advertising for sex which were both $500 fines, even though I didn't really do them. And I had another wonderful police officer fix that problem for me, actually. Um, wow. So that was pretty cool. I don't at all not like all cops. I just, you know, some of them are crooked and some of them aren't, just like everybody I, else. I think uh, <laughs> since you went into, went into that, uh, Angie, that's one of the downfalls. Here in America, one thing that, uh, there's something called the, the, the strawberries in, uh, in the ghettos. Mm -hmm. And the strawberries, since they're usually hooked on drugs and they don't have money, well, they offer themselves. And, and this is where the, it's not a sex work that they want to do necessarily. They do it for the drug. Uh, but this is where the, 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 the one that's pandering, the, the pusher, is, is who's selling the drug will, will take advantage of them. But the problem oh, yes. is, uh, yeah, yeah, with, yeah, I don't know what they call them in, in Canada, but right here they call them the strawberries. They're usually hood rats. Men know them. And they abuse them for that, but they could be contaminated. Poor women, they could be contaminated with anything. They usually end yes. up uh, sick with sexually transmitted diseases and or AIDS. Yep. And next thing you don't mm -hmm. hear about because they either died or they had to go somewhere to treatment you and you don't see them or... until they come back. But usually yeah. the, the, in, in, in the world with drugs, it's well known that when women don't have the drugs, because it's usually men selling it, uh, mm -hmm. they'll take advantage. They'll use it. Yeah. I had a, when, to, I, when I did security work. Sorry. When I did security work. No, go ahead. I had a, I had another fellow security guy, and he the guy was a scumbag, and he was telling me how he did it, but when he told me, it's like in his face. I was like, man, you're a disgusting man. So you're willing to get the drugs to get these girls just to sleep with them, but you don't really know. Mm -hmm. You should already yeah. know the kind of woman you're getting involved. Not to mention you that if you're doing this to these strawberry. You're contaminating yourself, you know? But it yeah. was a fellow young yeah, Well, that's Mexican. one reason why I think sex work should be legalized is because if it is uh, a career, if it's something that people do, like in Amsterdam, then the women that do the sex work will be able to access medical care, medical mm -hmm. testing, as well as they'll be a lot safer because they can call the police. 
<laughs> if they get into some sort of trouble because everything will be done above the board. And also uh, you take it, once something is decriminalized and it's all right to do, you take it away from the black market. Um, and, and, when and things the, are criminalized, the, the, the thing, then it, uh, it becomes in, something that criminal. Here, right believe it or to. not, Angie, here in Las Vegas, Nevada, they, they, they have to have a weekly, weekly checkup by the doctors. And, mm -hmm. uh, and the same out, with out, Amsterdam, the red light district. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. They're very, he very healthy, you know? They're given, they're given like benefits because it's a job. And uh, it's healthy, they're healthy. They're, they have checks and they, yeah. They get checks out quickly and they are safe. Uh, prostitutes are a target in countries where it's against the law. And the, the, the problem is when they, when they legalize, the mob comes in and they'll bring in women that yeah. they've abducted and stuff, you know? That's yeah. another thing, too, that they have to be careful, especially if they're holding women hostage or all this uh, young women trafficking, sex trafficking. Mm -hmm. that they get them as they're teenagers going into their adulthood. Yeah. And, and they just start using them. See, as long as it's legal, you can make sure our age is, you know, it's age appropriate. Sorry. And and women are choosing it once yeah. it's, because you, you can have it, you know, yeah. workers, you have workers' rights and such things in most countries. Mm. I just think it should be legal because number one, if a woman wants to make money off of her own body, uh -huh. who's anybody to tell her not to? I, I just don't think that's fair. In, in Canada, um, my personal, like, I, I don't, I don't agree. I wouldn't do it. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a escort. I like to or a sex. I, I didn't mind the phone work, but I quit doing that as well, just because. Uh, it personally, because my past traumas made me feel unhappy with myself. So I, I quit doing that, but I don't think that it's my right to force anybody else out of it if they're comfortable with it. The, the twist of the turn that, uh, you know, this kind of work does, but unfortunately, normally because of all the evils that it that it that it uh, brings like men that will take advantage of women uh i'll have to say no but i know that it still keeps on going on to that extent i shouldn't think they should criminalize it like you said they should uh live and let live but it's a it's a it's a danger that they're putting themselves the, the many women you know but like you i said, also think drugs should be legal so you know that's, yeah, um, I think they should take drugs out of the criminal's hands and uh, make it more like Amsterdam. Amsterdam, their crime rate is, like, they're doing good. They're doing good. And they have both drugs and uh, prostitution legal in that country. So that way they can get people... They can give people uh -huh. treatment when they need it, right? And uh, they take it out of the hands of the criminals a little bit. Let me bit. ask you though, like, Angie, doesn't uh, different cities in Canada, don't they have a red light district? No, no, no um, but they have escorts here. Now everybody knows what escorts do. Um, they, like it's an unspoken thing because it's technically 
not legal to sell sex. So they hide it under the guise of these ladies are just going on dates and what happens behind closed doors is a personal decision, blah, blah, blah. Right. That's how they get away with escorting. You're buying the woman's time, not the activity. The activity is, but it's, everybody knows that when you call an escort, it's for sex. They just kind of get away with it by saying, hey, I don't know. I guess they decided to do that. It's going to <laughs> So technically, it, it is kind of legal. Um, escorts in Canada have to go to the police station and register with the police station and get, get their picture taken and all their stats written up. And they have to pay for a license. Usually every year they have to uh, renew the license. And some cities that like Medicine Hat, Alberta, where I am from, they don't allow strippers or escort agencies or any kind of sexual service businesses in the city. This is, this is a problem too, uh, Angie. I know good men that are so in desire of finding the right woman. And mm -hmm. Believe me, they're so easy to go with any prostitute for the wrong reason. Just like women are looking yeah. for love in the wrong places, it's the same thing mm -hmm. for, and this is what this, this uh, papi chulo, masculine, very macho type uh, woman's la ladies woman, Casanova wrote from John Spears. He wrote a book called In Search mm -hmm. of Good Pussy, Living Without Love. Oh. And then he has a picture of, he's in a tuxedo and he has a pussy cat. In search of good pussy, living without love, the truth, the real truth uh -huh. about men and their relationships, reflections of a reformed ladies' man, just telling it like it is. John Spears. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I had that picture. I just had to say that. I said that with Welcome, a friend. Welcome, I, I, I told my friend, perhaps one day you'll be able to write a book like that. <laughs> Not yeah. as, you know, not with a subliminal message like that, but and then you have to show a cab or something funny along the line. But unfortunately, um, there's I don't a, lot, know. a lot of men. Go ahead. Uh, check out the Piggy Palace. Um, that's Piggy Palace? Canada. Have you heard of Ro Yeah, have you heard of Robert Picton? Robert Picton. He no. is uh, uh, well. He's a serial killer, and he owned a pig farm. And tons of uh, women were going missing all around Vancouver and Vancouver Island. I ran into him. He tried to get me to go out there. So I like uh -huh. I, I just felt some, I felt something incredibly wrong. I just had a bad feeling and I was like, no, thank you. I will not go with you. I hitchhiked all around Canada and I always follow my intuition. If I have a bad feeling, I, I definitely in my life always listen to that. So I didn't go. A girlfriend of mine did go. What, what was the guy's name again? Um, uh, Robert Picton. I think it's P-I-C, maybe there's a K-T-O-N. He was charged and found guilty of killing multiple like thir 28 women but there was so much uh, dna at that farm that yeah. they think he could have killed up to a thousand women they just can't identify them because he rendered the meat with his pigs 
meat and gave oh, the meat so he got he got rid of the he got rid of the evidence through killing slaughtering them chopping up in parts and throwing them the meat yeah uh, and oh. he would render meat and make sausages and hamburger and mix it with pigs and he gave it away to local charities and wow. people he knew so people people didn't so, know they were eating something between pig and human meat huh like no, they had no idea. They had no idea. And he gave it away to a lot of local charities, ate it himself, gave it away to people and sold it in markets. Like so we're, we're and so they, they weren't able to identify all the missing women then uh no, they couldn't identify them all because pigs will even eat like teeth, they'll eat everything, right? He fed a but, lot but of how did, to the pigs. How did you meet how did you meet this bastard that well, he would drive around and he would pick up women that were drug addicts or prostitutes. And I was a drug addict living on the street, and those were his victims. And mainly you never, prostitutes. You never got to see you never got to see these girls women again, right? My girlfriend that went with him, I never seen again. Wow. Uh, about five or six years ago, I think. Um, but so he's, the he's police in 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 uh, what do they call it? A maximum yeah. for security. He's never coming out, right? Yeah. And the police got in a lot of trouble over this case because they didn't investigate these uh, missing persons reports because to them it was just a missing hooker or a missing drug addict, and they yeah, go missing all the time. Care. They don't care. They don't. They, don't no, they didn't a, care. Actually. There was a woman who ran away from the farm and she had a serious stab wound, a really serious stab wow. wound. Um, she almost gutted her and she managed to get to the next door farm. And this, this guy's like the she, living, uh, sorry to say, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was going, this go is ahead. like the, the living Hannibal Lecter. Remember, remember that actor from, uh, from uh from Great Britain, uh, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, he played that role. Yeah, oh my goodness. Yeah, he was a really bad guy, man. He, he killed a lot of women, a whole lot of women. Some of their families will never know if they were out there or not because exactly. there's just so much. Pretty much sure they're the pigs ate him. What a sicko. Yeah, they can't identify everybody. Um, there yeah, he had sure. a room full of ID and women's clothing and purses and. A whole oh, trailer so, so, full of so all he that. He hanged himself. He didn't even get rid of the the evidence. Uh, the evidence he had it there, and I'm pretty no, sure. No, um, because there's right. a lot more to the conspiracy. Like he would hold huge parties out at that farm for the rich, yeah. and even police officers and the well-to-do people. And some people have a theory that maybe they had killing parties. Wow. So there's more people Where, that are involved in this shit. Yeah, they say there is, but they can't prove it. That's just a conspiracy theory. Um, he the, he would invite the women to these parties to be entertainment or to he'd ask he asked me to go out there to get clean, and he said he was going to teach me how to work on a farm and help me to clean up my life out at the farm and my my friend did go out but i did so, not he promised you a, a better life clean up and then you yeah he offered a better life and after after you get fucked then he kills you and feeds you to the pigs 
Oh. oh no, nobody ever. He never had sex with these women. He just slaughtered them and then hung them oh, up like he would have paid. He probably either had it out just for women or had it out them. for women that were on drugs. Uh, yeah, or he just, he found the perfect victim. Nobody cared. If Nobody I can't cared help you, I'll just kill you then, right? Wow. Yeah, he, he liked to kill people and he knew that the police would not be looking for prostitutes. What a sicko. What a sicko. And this is why making it illegal can be so dangerous to women. Because already the police don't really care. The, the question is, will the, will the police change their attitude? Mm. Yeah. Um, is well known for missing and murdered indigenous women. The police still don't investigate these women's death. The police still refuse to investigate the deaths of prostitutes and drug addicted women in this country. Well, because to them, these people well, are well, yeah, the worth kind of the same over here. Over here, the only, the yeah. only way they'll, they'll, they'll investigate women is, I don't know, you probably heard of that guy. The Grim, the Grim Sleeper. Nice white ladies. <laughs> you probably heard of the guy, the Grim Sleeper, years ago? And yeah. They, they, found, they, they found out of the Grim Sleeper, that uh, killed women. He went dormant for several years, like 14 years, and then he started up again. Yeah. He should have just stayed dormant. He just gave himself up. Yeah. The thing with that guy, the, the Golden, Golden State Killer. Well, see, there was also a case in Medicine Hat. Um, a police officer was charged with sexual misconduct because he was the head of the vice squad for prostitution. And I know what he did because a girlfriend I had was a prostitute. And he would catch the girls and force them to do sexual acts in return for not arresting them. Uh I gotta, I gotta go quickly. My, I have a problem with yeah. my phone. Let me see if I can come back and send it. Thank you. Okay. No, no, come back. Come back when you can. Anybody's welcome to call. Um, and I'm going to read the prostitution laws for the United States now. Um, the pros prostitution is illegal in the vast majority of the United States as a result of state laws rather than federal laws. It is, however, legal in some rural counties within the state of Nevada. Prostitution nevertheless occurs everywhere in the country. It, the regulation of prostitution in the country of America is not among the enumerated powers of the federal government. It is therefore exclusively the domain of the states on whether or not they permit, prohibit, or otherwise regulate commercial sex under the 10th Amendment of the United States Constitution, except insofar as Congress may regulate it as part of the interstate commerce with laws such as the Mann Act. In most states, prostitution is considered a misdemeanor in the category of public order crime, crime that disrupts the order of a community. Prostitution was at one time considered a vagrancy crime. Currently, Nevada is the only U.S. jurisdiction that allows legal prostitution in the form of regulated brothels, the terms of which are stipulated in the Nevada Revised Statutes. Only eight countries currently contain active brothels. All forms of prostitution are illegal in these countries. Clark, 
which contains the Las Vegas Paradise metropolitan, metropolitan area, and I meant counties, not countries, sorry. Washo, which contains Reno, Carson City, Douglas, Eureka, Lincoln, and Pershing. The other counties theoretically allow brothel prostitution, but three of these counties currently have no active brothels. Street prostitution, pandering, and living off the proceeds of a prostitute remain illegal under Nevada law, as in the case of elsewhere in the country. According to the National Institute of Justice, a study conducted in 2008 alleged that approximately 15 to 20% of men in the country have engaged in commercial sex. As with other countries, prostitution in the U.S. can be divided into three broad categories, street prostitution, brothel prostitution, and escort prostitution. So I would also like to share um, the countries which do allow prostitution <laughs> and what the heck is this shenanigans okay here we are 15 countries where prostitution is completely legal we have uh number one new zealand prostitution has been legal since 2003 there are licensed brothels operating under public health and employment laws and this is what i think it should be in everywhere. I think that uh, prostitution should be legalized. I wouldn't necessarily agree with it or not. I just think that uh, it keeps it safe, healthy, keeps the women from being, um, well, with employment laws and such, it keeps women from being like treated badly. Australia, also, the legal status of prostitution differs from state to state. It's decriminalized some places and illegal in other places. Aussies love, okay. Austria, prostitution is completely legal in Austria. They're required to register and undergo health examinations. You must be 19 years old or older and pay taxes on your earnings. But despite this, they say there is forced prostitution in the country of Austria. And I wonder why this is, um, if it was to be legalized, and I believe it should be. Hi, Hussein. It's nice to have you join us today. Um, I'm doing the first show on The Scarlet Letter, which is my new show on women's issues. And I am more than happy for any men who want to get involved in conversation because women's issues are really human issues and we're all human. My first show is called Harlot and we are discussing sex work and the legalities of it. And, you know, it's the oldest profession in the book. Should it be legal, illegal? Um, what are the views on this? I don't think there's any way in God's good earth, no matter what our moral, personal values and whatever are, to stop the sale and procurement of sex because since day one men have always been horny and they've always wanted sex and if they can't get it uh they're gonna buy it that's just the way it is and women uh like money because they like to live or perhaps 
other reasons. And uh, if all they have is their body, they're going to sell it to procure the money that they need for whatever that may be. I also believe that a person's body should be their own. And if a woman wants to sell her body, even though I may or may not agree with this morally, uh, I would like for that woman to be safe from murder, um, from exploitation. And I would like the regulation of prostitution to include such things as age and, you know, um, employment laws. So people aren't treated badly. Mm. In Bangladesh, male prostitution is against the law, which is funny, but anything else is legal in Bangladesh. So if you're a man, you can't sell your body in Bangladesh. But if you're a woman, do whatever you want. Pimping and owning a brothel is legal. Belgium, they have been trying to remove the stigma, violence, and fear associated with prostitution by not just legalizing prostitution, but also running proper state-of-the-art brothels with fingerprint technology and key cards. Now, I really think Belgians got the right idea, personally. Um, you know, I really like that because whatever person wants to sell their body, let them. It's not my business, but I want those women to be safe. Uh, at the end of the day, I don't care what you do for a job. You deserve to live a life free of violence and, you know, oppression, whether you're a prostitute or a nun. <laughs> in Brazil, prostitution in itself is legal, though you'll totally get busted if you're channeling your inner Snoop Dogg and pimping. So Brazil doesn't allow pimping, but it does prostitution. Prostitution in Canada is legal, but I mean, this is basically a lie. I'm, I'm a Canadian. They say prostitution is legal, but buying sex is against the law and advertising for selling sex is also against the law. And this puts workers, like sex workers, in a pretty dangerous position because they have to hide all their dealings from the law and the men who procure the sexual services are doing something that is against the law. So they will be more inclined to hurt, get rid of, silence their prostitute. Um, and doing this underground and hiding it away ends up in murder. Uh, you just have to look at good old Piggy Palace in Vancouver and check out a man I met personally who was very creepy, uh, Robert Picton. And I uh, thank God didn't go with him when he offered to take me to his farm and get me clean off drugs. I was 19 years old when I met that gem of a human being. My girlfriend that I was traveling with did go with him. I never saw her again. I hope only that she is alive today. Go ahead and call in if you wish. I always accept callers and I'd love to hear your ideas because I am not the smartest person in the world and I'm very open to have my 
my views put on test and hear yours and <clears throat> perhaps you'll you'll teach me something I don't know which is the true treasure in life and I live for that shit so go ahead and call in in Colombia it is legal to work in the sex industry though pimping is completely against the law and prostitution is widespread in cities such as Cartagena, I can't even read these words. I'm just too Canadian and I, my, I can't read that. Barraquilla, probably butchered that, I feel bad. Denmark, prostitution is legal in Denmark, folks. The government even helps people with disabilities get laid by incurring the extra costs some of them have to pay. So not only is prostitution legal in Denmark, there is government subsidies that pays for the sex services of those that are disabled. Wow. And wow. That's something else, isn't it? Hmm. What do you guys think about that? Not only is it legal, but the government will give subsidies to people with disabilities who want to procure sexual services. That's something else. I, I just, that's crazy. I guess disabled people need to get laid too. And if they need, I don't know, sex is a human need. They actually say that um, in the, yeah, I learned that sex is a human need in class for addictions counseling. They consider it a human need. So even those with disabilities would need it. Mm -hmm. Wow, that just brings up a whole bunch of things I never thought of before. Anybody want to call in and tell me what you think of that? I would love to hear it. Hi, Hussein. Hi, Angie. How are you? How are you? Good, good. Um, I'm doing great. Thanks for I calling in. Yeah, I don't really think about this uh, subject too much, and I don't have that much information like to add to what you were saying. But I do agree with you that Denmark, that Denmark uh, thing where they subsidize it for people who mm -hmm. are able to pay or are disabled, that's really cool. And mm -hmm. I do agree with you 100% that uh, they, sh they should be safe mm -hmm. and uh, not, you know, uh, risking their lives when they're trying to, you know, do uh, the job they chose to do because of whatever reasons that they're doing that job. They definitely should be safe mm -hmm. and they shouldn't need a, a, think they, a pimp mm -hmm. for that. It should be more... And it's probably similar to, uh, you no. know, illegal drugs or, you know, people who are um, doing uh, drugs, they should be safe and they should have access to uh, safe and clean needles and, and that sort. Mm-hmm. Condoms and health checks. Um, I also think that it wouldn't be too bad if they offered them some mental health counseling, perhaps. And if they wanted to get out of the business, maybe even had programs to help them get out of it. Yeah. 
So with that, um, I would, uh, yeah, I got, I have to hang up now. I don't have a time going for okay. to chat, but Thanks it was for just calling nice. In. Good luck with the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. You have a wonderful evening. Bye-bye. Bye. Awesome. I love hearing what other people have to say. Um, so I've been on for about 45 minutes and sorry, I'm eating. I am always eating. You wouldn't believe that I'm five one and like a hundred pounds because I eat like a man 10 times my size. I do. I seriously do. <laughs> always eating. Mm. Now I'd like to discuss, um, whew, Ecuador. Ooh, geez. Sorry, guys. How rude me. All stop work is legal in Ecuador. You can sell your body, run a brothel, or be a pimp with no legal ramifications. Forced prostitution is a huge problem in Ecuador. Um, France. Prostitution is legal in France, though soliciting in public is outlawed. Pimping is illegal, and brothels are outlawed. And they have been since 1946, right after the war. Um, Germany. Prostitution was legalized in Germany, and there are proper state-run brothels. The workers are provided with health insurance. They have to pay taxes, and they receive social benefits such as pension. Hey, right on Germany. Now, Greece. Greece has also followed the German method of including prostitution as an actual job in society. Sex workers have equal workers' rights and have to go for health checkups monthly. Indonesia, so like if you're ever wanting a prostitute, go to Greece. Indonesia, considering prostitution itself is not even present in their law in any clear form, it's plain to say that the sex trade is completely legal. This also means that it is very dangerous for forced workers and minors. Mm hmm Does, I guess, make it. Mm hmm You can swing too far in, each, in every direction and have problems. Definitely. Um, the Netherlands. One of the places most famous for red window sex workers. Prostitution is obviously legal in the Netherlands, just like a lot of other things. The Netherlands has always had a slightly more open-minded way of dealing with things deemed taboo everywhere else. And I really think the Netherlands has it right. That's just me. Mm. I think it's funny. I did a show about women's issues, and the only ones who joined were men. <laughs> what does that say? We are very lucky to have so many men interested in the issues that affect women. Um, if you all have daughters, they're lucky because you guys care. Um, now, I'm sorry, 
I know that uh, to think of their family member, probably in the way of being a prostitute or a sex worker. Um, there's a place called Next Step Ministries in Calgary, Alberta. And they are a refuge and a place for women that were human trafficked to escape or women who did escorting as a job and it was their choice. And these women can go there and they help them to return to a normal way of life, to get another job, to feel better about themselves. Um, but I wanted to talk about the stigma regarding sex work a little bit. Um, it's a very Christian stigma. It comes from basically religion, I guess, um, saying that sex is something that should be between only a husband and wife and only for making babies. But I think that when we say and do this, we are really just being silly because at the end of the day, people like sex. It feels good. They want to do it. They're going to do it. And I don't know why I think it's kind of silly to uh, shame people for sexual, for liking sex. It's just shenanigans. Like, mm -hmm. And women often get the scarlet letter of shame for being sexually active when, mm -hmm, you know, men are told they're cool. Like the more women you sleep with, the cooler you are. You're, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just funny how, how that happened in our society. And I think we can chop it down to, uh, I don't know. I have my own theories. I'd love to hear yours. If you have theories on why it is like this, please, by all means, give me your, your, just let me into your mind. That would be so sexy. <laughs> That would be so sexy if you just all let me into your mind. But, um, you know, I don't know how this happened, except that women used to have no rights and men used to basically be big bossy bosses. And I think men wanted to have complete control over women in any way they could. And one of the ways to control women is to control their genitals and control the way they feel about themselves and everything else, sadly. Um, a way to control the population, control who breeds, control women's vaginas. <laughs> if you control people's breeding and uh -huh, creating of more people through sex, you have a easier, time of controlling the population you know um and since women are the life givers uh, you gotta control a woman's you know sex breeding um because if you control that you really have ultimate control over a society or people um i don't believe that it is right to make selling one's body against the law i just don't um I personally, I personally feel that 
it's sad if a woman thinks that's all she can do with herself, but if she does it and she's completely happy providing those services, if she's doing it, not just because it's a last resort, but because it's something she enjoys, which I'm sure happens, then I mean, all the power to her, you know, all the power to her. She should be able to do that safely and um, without a stigma, because I mean, we all enjoy sex. What's with the slut shaming? What's with the saying it's wrong? People enjoy sex. It happens. It's going to happen. I don't know. Uh, you know, my sexual tendencies are nobody else's business. And your sexual tendencies are none of my business unless we're doing it together. Um, what went on? Um, I am having all sorts of problems with my freaking system here and it's kind of bugging me. I don't even know if you could hear me the whole time. If you could, if you could hear me the whole time, give me a thumbs up because that would be so embarrassing. Did you hear me say Jesse Mazzini, blah, 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 bitch, 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 girl talk, girl talk? Because it totally said it was turned off on my end and uh, yeah, I don't even know. Hopefully you didn't hear that. If so, if you did hear it, I'll have to tell you the whole entire story. But if you didn't hear it, then I'm I'm glad that I don't have to explain it. I think I'm going to get rid of this show and just say goodbye, my friends. Goodbye. Because it doesn't really seem to be that interesting. And, you know, I'm going to make a song. I'm a song maker and I have an idea and I am down as heck for this idea and I'm going to turn on my equipment and make myself make myself lay down some tracks and make a new jam. What do you think about that? Um this is really open and free time. I will take any caller. We can talk about anything you want um this is the wind down the goodbye the see you later the fucking we're going away now shit this is the epilogue the uh outro out freaking troll outro time i love you guys all and thank you for stopping by for my first show um wow wow boohoo i wish more people would have come by but that's all good they kind of never do, really, for my shows. You know why? Because I am one of a kind. And a little bit of a weirdo. I love it, though. I'm I'm putting on nails <laughs> while I do this and talk to you guys. Putting on my, uh, doing my nails. And I'm also eating a chocolate bar while doing my nails and podcasting. What do you call that, folks? What do you call that? Multitasking. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess this is goodbye, my beautiful friends. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I'm eating again. I'm so bad. No manners, I tell you. Okay. It was very nice having you guys join me. But I must say, 
goodbye, my friends. Have a good night. Hope you'll come join me again. Because, uh, it was my pleasure. <laughs>